Hey everyone, welcome to the Hometown Fresh podcast, the show that talks all things grocery, customer service, career development, and more. I'm Gracie, social media coordinator for Harps Food Stores, and today we'll be hearing from our new loss prevention specialist, Haley Kastner. Haley plays an integral role in the company by surveilling store cameras and transactions, dealing with customer and employee theft, and combating scammers company-wide. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Did you have a good weekend? I did. It was very busy. Do you have any fun plans for this weekend? Um, actually, hopefully, I will be doing nothing. <laughs> I feel that. I definitely feel that. So you're new to the company. You've been here how long now? Um, my one year was actually the first day that I started this new position. So okay, year and four months, I think. Oh, with Harps. Yeah, with Harps. Total. Okay, yeah. so how long have you been in your loss prevention job? I think three or four months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's been a lot longer than that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. You and I made fast friends too, and so I feel like you've just kind of been here. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. This happened at the store actually too. I have a habit of when I start new positions or new jobs, I kind of get ingrained and embedded pretty quickly mm-hmm. that that becomes a usual thing. Like people are like, oh, how long have you been here? And it's like, oh, only two months. Yeah. No, I think that's a great quality to have. Yeah. That's cool. So today we were going to be talking with Travis too, but I'm just going to interview you. It's okay. I'm the better half. You (laughs) you are. Yeah. No, he was busy with meetings and some other stuff to take care of. Yes, director duties. Director duties. Yes. He actually just got promoted. So we'll update the listeners. John retired. And so now Travis is director of loss prevention and you're filling Travis's old role of loss prevention specialist. Yes. Y'all stay busy. Yes. There's always something. Yeah. Always. Before we get into today's topic, I'd like to hear a little bit about your history. So like your career path and just what kind of led you to where you are today. Well, my first job was a cashier, uh, not for Harps, but for a different fast food chain. So I've always been a cashier. I started out at Harps as a cashier as well, quickly got into scanning and I was the scanning coordinator for my store. And I was also trained to do cash office as well as a backup, which I think is probably why I got this position because cash office is such an important part of our company. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here. So what is cash office like? What does that pertain? So cash office monitors all of the tills. Instead of having each cashier count down their own till, we have one person, which is the cash office manager, count down the tills. They count the safe. They collect all the paperwork. They make the bank deposits. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot to monitor, especially with the new system. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Maybe just tell us a little bit about what your new responsibilities look like here at the company, kind of what you do day to day, and what's the most, I guess, interesting or fulfilling part of it so far? Well, our main goal is to protect associates. We want to make sure that, you know, HARP's assets and HARP's employees are protected from any kind of outside threat. The most interesting part of my job. Honestly, just kind of getting down to the bottom of anything. When stuff goes missing or if something's wrong, figuring out why it's wrong and getting it corrected. I've talked with Travis some in the past about gift card scammers and things of that nature, credit card scammers, and even people who will come in and want money orders or they write hot checks and that sort of thing. So today we're going to be talking about things that kind of happen more in the store and not so much maybe over the phone. And so today I want to talk to you about things that kind of happen in person, in real time. So I kind of want to start with traveling con artists and traveling thieves. We've kind of dealt with that before and maybe just explain to us kind of what that looks like and how we deal with it. Well, the one that comes to mind is uh, there was a cash card scam. And this kind of goes back to protecting Harps employees. You know, you want to make sure that we're making sure that they are covered and protected. We got wind that there was a guy going around saying that he had a cash card. And in order to tender it, you had to click cash, which was not true. 
mm-hmm. they don't exist and he actually kind of goes hand in hand with gift card scams because he was having gift cards activated mm. and then he would go and spend that money elsewhere and at the same time we got a notification that a store was short on one of the tills and they couldn't figure out what it was and i was aware of the cash card scam and when i pulled up the footage it was the cash card guy and that's why that cashier was short he had a couple stores he traveled oh wow yeah you could kind of track based on the time mm-hmm. that he was checking out you could kind of track what path he took yeah and what stores in the area he might have hit next yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty wild and when it comes to short change artists we actually had one recently a store came to us and said that one of their tills was short mm-hmm. so we looked into it i watched all the transactions made sure they got all the right change and this cashier was a pretty good cashier you know counting back money mm-hmm. could not find it but there was one transaction that stood out to me and it was a short change unless you slowed it down to like a quarter of the speed you could barely see what she did but she shorted that cashier about 200 dollars. oh my gosh yeah so i mean the first suspect was the cashier like the cashier short where did this money go yeah but it ended up being a short change artist and that's you know something that we kind of have to take into consideration you mm-hmm. know don't always blame the cashier yeah like, never immediately yeah give them a chance to kind of explain and basically you watch the store footage and watch their hands yeah so okay. i don't <coughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> such a dad cough <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways. (laughs) I don't think many people realize that we can see everything and track everything. So that's one of the things I do. I can monitor transactions. I can see how much cash is being given, how much cash is being taken in. And that's kind of one of the ways that we find shortages. Mm -hmm. On the subject of shortchanging and that sort of thing, I've seen so many posts about people committing scams in stores. Like people will go into a store and load up their cart with stuff and then ask somebody to buy it for them. And then immediately they take their receipt and they go and return all the stuff so they're making a profit from that cart do you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying i haven't come across one of those yet really yeah we've had push outs before Hmm. but i have not seen that's a new one yeah i read one the other day that these particular scammers will go into a store and load up their cart with baby formula and stuff and they'll play the guilt card and like the sympathy card and they'll go to people and go hey i really need this formula for my baby i need diapers i can't afford them they load up load up load up and then they get hundreds of dollars worth of baby stuff and then as soon as that customer that helped them leaves they go return it and they make money off of committing this fraud wow isn't that crazy yeah that's one of the wow that would be interesting to see that's really unfortunate yeah i'm surprised y'all haven't run across that i really thought you had no not yet i have seen i mean people will loiter outside and beg for money i have seen that happen and you know very kind customers will give them 20 bucks to go buy some food inside at the bakery and they'll turn around and go buy a tall boy and a pack of cigarettes and it's really really disheartening to see you know it is travis was telling me on a previous podcast about i can't remember what they called the guy he had a nickname but basically he was hitting a bunch of stores and grabbing cigarettes oh the cigarette bandit yes the cigarette bandit (laughs) oh that guy he's infamous he is infamous yeah so i remember him talking about that and so i know that's a real issue it's really sad yeah recently we haven't had many except for that cash card guy that short change artist we do have policies in place that kind of prevent short change artists from happening Mm -hmm. so those are kind of i feel like very few yeah that's good i mean that's the goal is to keep it down yes yes yeah i also i'm gonna ask you about this one too because i feel like travis told me about it but there's a scam that and this is like not very common but he said there's a scam that some people will do and this is traveling con artists like is it the hand keyed one hand keyed yeah there was one recently 
Recently, we had another scam that hadn't popped up in a little while related to like a debit card and a chargeback. But again, you know, not many people realize how much detail we can see on our end. Like Mm -hmm. I can see how a card is tendered. I can see the numbers, how many times it's been used. We are able to, with our new system in some of the stores, we're able to put stops to that. You know, I was able to put a manager override in order to prevent cashiers from getting swindled. Mm -hmm. If a customer managed to convince them to do the certain thing, they would have to call a manager over in order to approve it and the manager would shut it down immediately yeah so it kind of it protects the cashiers you know from getting a verbal lashing yeah but it also kind of stops it that's cool yeah so have you been able to look at analytics and see that that sort of scam has gone down since that's put into place not since it's been put into place i would say i'm the main person that creates reports that we look at and i create alerts that lets us know when certain things are done and when certain wires are tripped mm-hmm. uh, when cashiers suspend a transaction and it's resumed i can see if it's voided we have something to see that mm-hmm. and that kind of protects the cashiers it'll minimize any potential theft sweethearting anything like that yeah I did also want to ask about, and you may not have seen this because it's kind of on the rarer side, but Travis was telling me with these traveling clown artists, they kind of hop around. There is a scam that people will do where they'll send their kid in to the store to distract the workers. So like the kid will go in and say, hey, can you show me where the bread aisle is? Or can you show me X, Y, Z? So then while this kid has them distracted, the parent will go in and load up a cart or load up a basket and run out before like anybody can notice. And that's kind of, again, it doesn't happen very often but have you seen anything like that happen since you've been here actually that short change artist that i mentioned earlier where the cashier was about 200 dollars short i think it was mm-hmm. that one they were actually operating as a pair it's really rare that you see two women do a short change artist usually oh wow yeah yeah it, it was two younger women too um, oh my gosh and she was she was really good i mean like mm-hmm. i said you had to slow it down to like a quarter of the speed and zoom in like a hundred percent in order yeah. to see exactly what she did yeah but they operated as a pair yeah so so mm. there's always the one that does the shortchanging and then the person that's with, you know, the shortchange artist will usually operate to distract the cashier, distract any manager that's there so that they are able to wow. short the cashier. Yeah. 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 That's something you really have to be on high alert yeah. for. I remember some of my first jobs. I'm pretty sure I got shortchanged one time, actually. Are you serious? I'm, I think I did. Now that I'm, I'm disappointed. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just now realizing it, like, as we're having this conversation. Are you really? I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Because I worked at my first job when I was 16 was Papa Murphy's Pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> well, no, you are correct. No, um, food food service is definitely hard. It's hard. It wasn't like greasy food, though, so it was fine. But also, I know how to toss pizza dough in the air. Like, I'm... Weird flex, but a okay. Real Italian. It's a cool party trick. Did you say, like, a real Italian? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure pizza didn't originate in yes, Italy. it did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it. Go Hold for on. it. You're distracting me from this podcast. Hold on. It's okay. People are going to love it. It's food related. We're good. It, yeah. We need a br- we needed a break from the seriousness <laughs> for a sec. Okay. Where was pizza invented? Are you leaving this in? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's funny because sometimes like uh, we see silly things on the cameras like all the time. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's those like little funny things that you see that just kind of like make you smile because like yeah. the job's very serious. It's very serious. You got to find somewhere to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about in a minute. In a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. You can write down. The T Bandit? The T Bandit. <laughs> Is that what you wrote? Yes. <laughs> the T Bandit. The T Bandit. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> okay. 
I'm gonna make a poster with Chris's face and be like, "Have you seen this woman? <laughs> Have you seen this man?" And hang it in the break room. <laughs> okay, how do you say this? Naples. 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 Um. So this says that pizza was invented in Naples, which is that's Italy. Okay. Well, now that I'm wrong, can you cut that? No. <laughs> no. I think I'll leave it. Anyways, so I've been lied to. Okay. What? I've been lied to. Who? What? Who lied to you? I have no clue. Okay. Well, I'm glad I could educate you. <laughs> Okay, anyways, so back to the story. So my first job, Papa Murphy's. Okay. I'm, like, killer at throwing pizza in the air. Anyways, so I'm pretty sure I got shortchanged because I was working the register, and I'm 16 at the time. It's my first job, so obviously, like, I'm still learning and whatever. But people all the time would give me cash and then just randomly, I hate when people do this, but they would give you cash, and then you put it into the computer, and it pops out, and then they're like, oh, wait, I have $5 or whatever it is. I'm like, dude, now I have to do math. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I remember my register was always perfectly balanced at the end yeah. of the day. And then there was one particular day that the register was off by like $40. Hmm. Like we were missing 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. And my manager immediately jumped on me and thought that I had like stolen or something. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't know what's going on. I'm 16 years old. And I think we ended up, I don't know if he figured it out or whatever, but I never heard anything else about it. But yeah, short change artists, I mean, especially with younger cashiers, yes they can get you yeah unfortunately you're probably right you probably did get shortchanged and you know kids are another thing you have young 16 17 year olds working and it's their first job you know Mm -hmm. I remember being 17 working my first cashier job they kind of need like a little extra protection you know and a little extra guidance we have Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not getting scammed because honestly they're probably the most susceptible to someone pulling a fast one on them you know yeah because you're so young, if older man that's similar to your dad comes in and tells you you need to do this and starts raising your their voice at you, yeah, you're inclined to do it. Yeah. Well, and I was that way too. I was very trusting of people. Yeah. And if someone were to come in and they're like, "Wait, you didn't give me my change," I would yes. feel bad, and I'd yes. be like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to short this person." And yeah. so I it, actually, it's I don't think it's a matter of they're young and dumb. I think it's just you're learning. It's experience. It's experience. It's experience. Yeah. It's pe- realizing that you got burned and someone pulled a fast one on you and right. not wanting it to happen again yeah yeah because because of that i developed the habit when anyone would give me any kind of bill or a total i would always say okay out of 60 because mm-hmm. so there was that verbal confirmation like i just said out of 60 you agreed yeah you can't can't take that back yeah absolutely and that's why counting back change is so important too yeah it's hard to explain sometimes to new cashiers like we're not doing this to make your life suck this yeah. is to protect you because if we have a customer that comes back or is angry or something if i can visibly see through the cameras that you're counting the change back and i can follow how much you're counting mm-hmm. i'm going to protect you on that i'm going to say no this cashier didn't do this it's something else yeah it protects you it protects the customer protects the company yeah overall the store yeah. I never understood why we had to do that either. And my mom works at a bank and she was like, no, you have to. Anytime you're exchanging cash. You have to count it. You have to count it. Have to. She also taught me to face all the bills the same way, which I hated initially. And now it really bugs me if they're not. Yes. Certain banks that we bank with will only take cash if it's all facing the same way. They will throw a huge fit if you've got cash mingled in certain Oh, yeah. But some of them don't care. That's interesting. Yes. I do want to talk about the tea bandit that we recently had in the, the office. The tea bandit. Do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? I can tell it. Okay, yeah. Because it, it, yeah. So recently, occasionally some people here at the general office will ask us to check the cameras for certain things. Like today, I pulled up the camera footage to see what time an associate left because she forgot to clock out. Mm-hmm. But a couple of weeks ago, it was brought to my attention that someone's tea was going missing out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I have to get the date and time and the specifics, what kind of brand, you know. Yeah. What's just, the suspect look like? Just really get in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I pull up this one date and I'm scrubbing through the fridge looking for it. And Carissa was the one that brought it to me. And I see uh-huh. Carissa polish off her tea and then throw it away. <laughs> I said, I emailed back and I said, uh, okay, well, maybe not this day because you finished your tea this day. Yeah. So she sends me another day. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, mom brain. I forget things sometimes. I get yeah. it. And I don't have kids. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine. So I checked that day too. I find when she pulls the tea out of the fridge, she also polishes it off that day. <laughs> it throws it away. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I asked for a third day because she was yeah. like, there's no way. There's no way that this is happening. I checked yeah. again. I said, Mm-mm, you are your own tea bandit. It's you. <laughs> Yeah. No one else was drinking her tea. It was just her. And yeah. she would just space out and forget that she finished it. Yeah. And it was an ongoing thing in yes, the this advertising was, department. This was over a couple of weeks. Yeah. All of us were like, who keeps taking Carissa's tea? Who? We need to solve this. Because she was so appalled. Like, what? Like, who, who would, would take someone else's tea? Who no would do one. That? No Carissa one. would. Carissa would. <laughs> So she is the tea bandit. But it's things like that that make me chuckle. Like sometimes I'll be scrolling through footage at night looking for, you know, when a car leaves or something. Mm -hmm. And there's cats in the parking lot. Like in our office parking lot? All of them. Well, there were squirrels the other day. That was funny. Oh. Yeah. I do like the squirrels here. Yeah. (laughs) So you're sitting at home with your cat looking at other cats on the cameras? No. Not at home. Oh, okay. Here. Oh, okay. No, it's like um, occasionally police will, there's car accident on the street or there's a burglary across the street or something mm-hmm. occasionally we'll get contacted by the police and they'll ask for footage because we can see outside mm-hmm. and most of the time it's late at night and occasionally i will come across a gaggle of cats just a chasing gaggle. each other's yeah Aww, it's really cute that's cute like yeah. they got the zoomies yes Aww. like they're just running through the parking lot the parking so lot's cute. empty no one's there oh okay on that topic can we talk about car accidents a little bit yeah i feel like i hear y'all talk about car accidents quite a bit of just people i don't even know I'm, hey, I'm gonna let you explain it they're called accidents for a reason and yeah they, kinda, they happen a little bit more than i would have anticipated coming yeah. into the store or coming into this position i mean accidents in general i think my first day on the job one of the stores nearly burnt down <laughs> my god <laughs> oh no which is so what happened from what i remember there was a fire that got started i think someone tossed a cigarette but if i'm correct oh my god and it just went up in flames it didn't burn down thank god but oh, it was yeah, yeah i kind of knew what i was getting into yeah yeah car accidents happen a lot i think insurance is probably the number one thing that i deal with on a daily basis you know slip and mm-hmm. falls grapes you know grapes are such a hazard grapes grapes it's like wow. the number one reason for a slip and fall is grapes that's so embarrassing can you imagine slipping on a grape <laughs> sorry no it's not <laughs> gonna have to cut that (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay anyways no i did not realize that was such an issue though yeah i mean parents you know you set your grapes down next to your kid in the cart you don't realize you know they're getting into them and sprinkle them all through the store (laughs) yeah it happened i think one day alone i think i pulled three different shots of grapes on the floor (laughs) and people slipping on them you're like zooming in on all these grapes yeah sometimes you can't see them they're like we think it was a grape oh my gosh so what happens if someone slips on a grape like what do they do about it i don't know they usually fall they slip on it thank you (laughs) thanks Haley. (laughs) recently we had an i think it was an older woman instead of hitting the brake when she went to go park Mm -hmm. she hit the gas oh no and she was trying to park in a handicapped spot and she luckily for her she went between the two poles Mm -hmm. so she didn't hit a pole head on but she did hit a car oh no and the passenger door on that car was open and a woman was trying to get inside of it And so when she hit the car, the door hit the woman and the woman fell. Oh, no. Yeah. Was she okay? I think she was. I saw that there was an ambulance called, and I think the store responded appropriately, yeah. filling out the report and calling an ambulance for her. There was another one recently, which just shows the importance of those pools. We had mm-hmm. another older woman went to go park in a disabled parking spot. And again, instead of hitting the brake, she hit the gas, but she mowed that pole flat. 
Oh my gosh. The whole thing. And it's not one of those like little sticks. It's yeah, one of the cement are... ones. Yeah. With the yellow. Yeah. She flattened it. Oh my word. She was in a pickup truck. So okay. if anything that could flatten it, it'd be one of those. Yeah. Was she okay? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we've also had people, same thing. Yes. Hitting the, the gas instead of the brake and like run into our stores. Or backing. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of um, trucks, you know, you take a corner a little too sharp and the end of the trailer will just catch the store. No, we also have a lot of road carts like ghost yeah. carts is <laughs> ghost I've been carts calling. yeah that's what i've been calling like them. ones that just take off yeah like you watch the cameras and it looks like somebody shoved this cart across the parking lot but they didn't like the yeah. cart just went rogue and decided to go hit somebody's car yeah unfortunately yeah. due to some of the like the landscape and where stores are located sometimes they're located on like an incline mm-hmm. and we actually recently had an, a company car hit yeah oh my gosh yeah it by was, a cart yes by a cart uh, by mm. rogue a ghost cart oh no some of them their design they'll say still if there's weight in the top of them but as soon as you take that weight up off of it it just goes rogue yeah and it was on an incline and the customer was loading his car and took the last like item out of the shopping cart mm-hmm. and then the cart just turns around and goes across like the it's like That's the driveway so yeah just it's the driveway in front of the store just mm-hmm. goes across that driveway and the customer ran after it oh. and almost got hit by a speeding truck <gasps> oh my gosh yeah he didn't make it though it hit it hit a car <laughs> Oh no! And that's see, you can't really fault anyone for that. No, like, no. It just is something that it is happens. Unfortunate. Yeah, it happens. Seeing all this, I park very far from the front of stores now. Oh yeah, I understand why dads always do that now. It's not yeah. to get their steps in; they're oh, like yeah. protecting their vehicle. Yeah, I don't want to. Now I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, I'll park, I'll walk. It's okay. Yeah. So you said earlier that most people don't realize how much you guys can really track down to the form of payment and whether it was a hand key or a swipe or a contactless or whatever. So can you tell me a little bit more about that and kind of how that works and what are you tracking? Yeah, so one of the things I kind of learned from Cash Office with the ECRS system is how to filter transactions. And when I'm looking for something, Mm -hmm. um, it's very similar to the system that we use right now. But the system that we're using is a little bit better. Actually, it's a lot better. Mm -hmm. We're able to create reports and alerts that will monitor kind of you set up these kind of like exceptions. Mm -hmm. Like I want to look at cash transactions where there's an item that's less than a dollar. I don't think what else you could look for. You could look for by department. You could see if it's been hand keyed in so like if they go in and select a department and then key in a price Mm -hmm. so i can look for keyed price when i took over something that's called the penny transactions query that we have Mm -hmm. turned it into a report and then created an alert but when i first would generate that report when i started i was getting like three thousand results yeah for like a week so it's like hard to narrow down yeah but travis let me take it over and kind of i was able to filter out certain things Mm -hmm. and this is one of the things we kind of want to protect cashiers with when they go to ring up an item sometimes it will prompt them to enter in a price Mm-hmm. And especially with produce, they think it's asking for the quantity. Mm-hmm. So then they'll type in one mm-hmm. when in reality, they're accidentally typing in a penny. Oh. So weeding things out like that and making sure that items are being entered incorrectly and the cashiers are paying attention. Yeah. Because that would be a horrible thing to accuse someone of, you know, mm-hmm. intentionally doing that. We don't want that. Yeah. So trying to kind of limit the cashier's ability to make a mistake is right. kind of what most of those reports are for. Because yeah. if we're going by policy and we're doing things how we're supposed to do, it'll limit mistakes mm-hmm. and it'll kind of get rid of some of that noise that we see on those reports. Yeah. 
What a steal. A penny. Get a watermelon for like a penny. Well, see, and it's not just like produce items. Yeah. So I have kind of noticed that though. Like there's been times I've gone into the store and, you know, gotten my groceries and then I get to the front and then every once in a while I'll have an item that doesn't have a price on it or I forgot to stick a tag on and the cashier will be like, oh, do you remember how much this was? And I'm like, yes, which is not what I could literally tell you. Oh, I think it was $2. Yeah. Which is not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to call for a price check, but with our new system and we're working around, this is part of what I'm working on. We're trying to minimize that ability, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's hard to remember prices sometimes when you're shopping, especially if you're spending, you know, two, $300 in a shopping trip. You don't remember every price of every item. Yeah. Um, I was going somewhere with that. Hold on. Well, now it's really gone. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. I just really wanted an opportunity to hit that. (laughs) I can see like the smoke coming out of your ears. Come on. You got it. That's so weird because you can't see my ears. It's coming out of the headphones. Okay. No, but that happens because sometimes new items get snuck in Mm -hmm. and the scanning coordinator is supposed to be, you know, made aware or someone with some kind of credential to log in and they'll scan the item and then get it from our database. Mm -hmm. But that's what happens with that. So we've tried to create reports and queries that alert the stores when they have a new item that hasn't been scanned in from the database and they can go ahead and fix that before it goes too far. Mm Because I came from a small store where I was a scanning coordinator and if two people snuck in like three or four new products and didn't tell me, I mean, that'll get away from you. There's thousands of different items at the store, and I don't have the time each day to go in and scan every single item and make sure that it's in the system. Yeah, it's an important job. Like, it's a lot to keep up with, for sure. Yeah, every every job, really, at the store level is very important. Yeah. So I know that lots of times you get with our advertising department about the app, and so I wanted to discuss a little bit what kind of app issues do we have without speaking to anything that we're not supposed to share publicly, but what is it that you typically have to work with advertising on? Like, what kind of issues do we have with our app that LP takes care of? Well, I know our app is a little bit on the newer side. We're still working out some kinks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Making sure that associates are handling the app and its coupons appropriately. I noticed that that is a big thing, Mm -hmm. is that sometimes customers will come with a coupon and, you know, there's different tricks and ins and outs to how to tender a coupon and the right way to go about it. So a lot of times advertising will come to us, mostly me, (laughs) and ask us to check the footage to make sure that the customer did in fact, you know, show their coupon. The cashier tried to scan it. It didn't work. So that way we can get the customer their coupon back, the money back in their wallet, right? It's called a wallet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the biggest one. And it definitely helps us correct cashier mistakes because it happens. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is my last question for you. I know you just got here a few months ago, but I know you work with Travis quite a bit. Where do you see the future of loss prevention headed and where do you see your position progressing? Hmm. Sorry. (laughs) How did you get that noise from my brain? How did you know? (laughs) Hijacked it. (laughs) There's no cameras in your brain, are there? No, it's just, just audio. You'd see a lot of black, nothing going on in there. Oh. <laughs> Maybe a cat. <laughs> um, so when I joined Harps, because I recently moved out here. I'm not even from anywhere close around here. Mm-hmm. I'm from the West Coast. It was kind of just a temporary thing. I wanted out of my serving job, and there was a Harps very close to where I lived, and I was very desperate to get hired, and I eventually did. Mm-hmm. And then very shortly after, I was promoted to, well, I was trained to do cash office and scanning. And then I was promoted to scanning coordinator. And then I kind of realized what a great opportunity it was to work for Harps and with Harps. 
Yeah, because I've done a lot of jobs. I've done some like pretty hard jobs. I used to work in a hospital and it was very easy for me to realize just what an opportunity it would be to continue my career here. So I made it my goal that I wanted to eventually down the line be at corporate. That was my goal. Mm -hmm. And then like two or three months later, I'm at corporate. So now I'm having to rediscover what my goal is going to be. Yeah. For loss prevention, I would love to see more people working with us. We have a lot of untapped potential and we could do a lot of good with more people. And as far as my career with loss prevention, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see where it takes me. There's probably going to be some changes made to loss prevention and I'm, I'm interested to see what happens and what that means for HARPS. Absolutely. Do you have anything else to share with us before we hop off today? No. I mean, I always have tons of things that I could share, mm-hmm. but they're top secret. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll leave it right there. <laughs> Confidential. Thanks for hopping on today. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hopping on today, Haley. If you're still listening, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and hearing all about our loss prevention department. To learn more about this subject, check out the description below for more information and be sure to submit any questions or comments to the email linked in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on the Hometown Fresh channel and tune in next week where we'll have another great episode.